0: So it's going live, so it's going live. All right, it says we are live. Okay, excellent. And hello and welcome everyone to the roundtable with the stream team. And this is where we talk to amazing content creators and their journeys to where they are today. Today we have the amazing Mr. Boomstick XL with us and he's, you know, excited to be here. You are excited to be here. We've been talking for like a half hour. Yes, boomstick how I are sure, you yeah. excellent great i'm happy to have you here um so tonight we're gonna we're gonna ask boomstick a couple of questions about you know his uh you know his outlook on what he's been doing and his you know in life in general what he's been doing with uh, all of his podcasts and everything and, and i'm very excited to uh to get have him here uh to to you know ask him all of these questions and uh tonight we have um el boogie 0208 with us how are you Al?
1: I'm good. How about yourself?
0: N- not too bad. Hanging in you enjoy there. Enjoy your week off. Uh, week week. Uh, oh, from you go party. Oh no, no party. <laughs> I I've been recouping like nonstop. I'm still oh from and, your cold. to my cold, into, like oh. weirdness. Oh man, with the lost voice. Oh, it was, it's just been crazy but i've i've been popping um medicine the doctor gave me every night and i'm finally feeling good so it's great so uh mj uh he was unable to make it this evening he has uh, some uh you know some college stuff to do as our our college guy or young young man running around doing his thing and old school unfortunately he has work on tuesdays so oh, yeah. uh, so he he's kind of uh
2: Nerve.
0: yes he's in the bushes <laughs> probably <laughs> cursing and very angry ah oh, silly man doing his work so um so let's start this off uh Boopstick, tell us uh tell us where why you wanted to become a concert creator where where this ended up starting and you know like tell us tell us tell us everything because i i i can't wait to hear your story of, of why you wanted to become a concert creator you know, it's funny. It, it, it's actually, it's 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 simple. Uh, you know, uh, uh,
2: my first video uh, was uh, my my first venture into YouTube, where I put my first video up, which is still up. You can see it. It's terrible. It is. <laughs> it is. It's awful. It is. It is. It's the sound is off. I I don't have a proper thumbnail. Um, I think I have Wolfenstein running in the back. It was it was awful. Mm-hmm. I, it, was, it was November third, twenty seventeen. So that's that was actually my first. Uh, you know, when I started the channel and uh, prior to that, um, you know, obviously my, my my I come from a law enforcement background. Right. So for 21 years, I served the amazing people of New York City. And prior to that, I was in the United States Navy during Desert Storm, the first the first assault in that country. I, I didn't cross seas. I, I was I didn't spend a lot of time in the Navy, but um, I did serve this country during wartime. And I was always into video games. It doesn't matter what job I had. And especially like in the police department, um, you know, when I first got on, uh, I was, f- of course, very young. I think it was 20. I was 21. Mm-hmm. I, was, I got on when I was, was a baby and it was littered with dinosaurs. The I mean, older guys, you know, guys had 10, 15, 20 years on. And when I started talking about playing video games, I was ostracized, to say the least. like mm-hmm. video it's video games. What do you play? Atari, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was, it was it was it was grueling. but <laughs> now it has become so mainstream that it's it's you're weird if you don't play, right? So now right. you want to talk about getting into content creation. See, back in the days prior to me doing my own thing, um, I was a, a regular media, you know, uh, uh, you know. I love the IGNs. I love Gamertag Radio. Mm-hmm. I love Giant Bomb. I love the second show. I watched all of these shows religiously, and I say watch really more so I listened. Mm-hmm. Um, and then 2014 happened, and what happened in 2014? Well, the Xbox One released, and it seemed as if the the, the media darlings that were the Xbox 360. There was a shift in, in, in perception, mm-hmm. and what started happening was, you know, I, I, I've always been a supporter. I have owned, and I really, truly mean this, I have owned mm-hmm. every console in existence, going back all the way to 1978 when I got my first Atari 2600. Um, I have, I, it, it's, it's it's my only hobby. I don't drink, I don't smoke, I've never done drugs. I'm not the party guy, but my vice. Mm-hmm. Has always been video games, so I've always proudly supported everything. You know, back in the days, you know, you look at the, the like, for instance, the the uh, the Turbo Graphics era. There was a multiple a multitude of consoles. I had them all. I loved supporting all the consoles, but it seemed as if there was a shift in the way the media was telling the story of Xbox. Mm-hmm. And even though I enjoyed the PlayStation Three, uh, you know, and I couldn't wait for the, to get the, my hands on the PlayStation Four. The Xbox was always where I kind of laid my head. I love the mm-hmm. achievement. I love Xbox Live. I love my friends list. That all came with me. And then it started where I I wasn't happy with the mainstream media anymore. I, I kind of lost a lot of love for them because they turned on Xbox. And I understand that Xbox, you know, made a lot of mistakes, but the the, the turn was was unbelievable. So I started by accident. I accidentally tripped into YouTube having content creators because a mm. lot of younger kids were like, Oh, I, I watch YouTube. And I'm like, What do you watch on YouTube? Like I, like an old man would say. Like, what so do you watch? How, about how old are you when you when you realize this? Believe it or not, dude, I was like, let's see. Went, okay, well, and uh, I I'm I'm f am i am I just turned 49, right? So I'm gonna be fifty next year and i was probably in my in my 40s yeah where i was like you you watch youtube like i i just watched trailers and stuff on there i didn't know that there was this whole hidden content right. Asian community there so i accidentally found crossfire which oh, was really? One, yeah that that was the one of the first shows that i found um, which was obviously it's, it, it's run, it's run by Mooch. Right. Um, and, 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 you know, he's had crap gamer, obviously he's been on there for a lot of years and, yeah. you know, but uh, pl- pl- I mean, the, 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 cast has changed over the years. You know, you have clowns, you have predator H2O, mm-hmm. you have Xbox four, 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 eight, he's been on there and, you know, it, it's, it's rotated throughout the years and then the second show I found was the Iron Lords podcast. Thanks to my brother Neo Mental, he's like, "Oh, dude, yeah. you got got check out these guys, Iron Lords. They're 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 fantastic." And I started listening to them, and I started saying, "Oh, you know something? These guys, their opinions, they're kind of like my opinions. We may not agree on everything, right. but I kind of like the way they're talking about games." And you know, I used to be, you know, that that fan for ign that you know i paid the 30 dollars a year to you know to keep the lights on for them that ryan yeah. McCaffrey would always ask i was i i patreoned all these guys i i did all the extra i i backed out of everything and I, I i unsubscribed to all of them i said you know what this other community here is
0: really something special mm-hmm. so, and, so, yeah. so um you're, you're saying that like you know you you love the content creation you loved ign you, you, you kind of started like, you know, that, that process, did you always like want to be one of those, those people, one of those like writers or one of those, uh, people that always wanted to be on IGN on one of those publications? It's funny. You should say that because I've always
2: wanted to be a writer. Mm-hmm. I've, o- I've always wanted to write, about video games, I, th- I thought it was. It, it, to me, it seemed pretty unbelievable that a hobby that I love, I could logistically get paid for writing. Mm-hmm. And you know, and and, and so I w- it interests me. You know, I, I you know I started my own blog and I used to do these you know do my own reviews and kind of put them out that no one read them. Yeah, but I was doing them because you know it was I was enjoying. I was enjoying writing of you know writing about games. And you know, I, I'd get a, a message every now and again, hey. You know this is a really good you know you really good you know review whatever thanks so much I, I just bought the game
0: yeah and little things like that you're like oh wow i wow that's that's pretty cool yeah so i oh, sorry to break your train of thought but you were going to yeah. say you go ahead i had to ask so
2: no no, no that, that's not part that, that, that's actually a great question so what wind up happening that the real short of it is this on my personal bucket list, and I think we all have that, right? Mm-hmm. Like everybody wants to go do you know a certain amount of things before the, the end of the road, right? I mean, that's just – I think that's everybody. Mm-hmm. One of the things that were on the so-called, quote-unquote, uh, imaginary bucket list was to be on a podcast. And I'm like, could you imagine if I was able to get on – get a microphone and talk with a bunch of guys or gals about gaming and it would be out there for people to listen to this is crazy Mm -hmm. like i can't believe that this is happening so i became a real big fan of crossfire uh and mooch more specifically because mooch he has he, he he has that voice that when he comes into the room, everyone stops and and, and, and listens like he mm-hmm. has a very powerful voice and he's very passionate. Now, again, I will tell you this, me and me, me and uh, Mooch, we don't agree on a lot of things and but we you know that's life you don't Mm -hmm. always agree that's that's understandable so i i got into twitter in 2014 when i was still on the job i was like oh you know you know learn you know learn the social media because i don't really do a lot of big social media so i had to learn that when i got into this business and i dm'd mooch and i said hi i'm a just i'm a big fan of the show i listen every friday night it's really great um do you ever have anyone from the community on as a guest and he says yes it's something we do would you like to be on and i said oh my god are you kidding me sure Mm -hmm. i would love to be on you tell me when and i made my first appearance on crossfire and i think it was I want to say it was June of, it was like, yeah, it was, it might've been May or June of 2017. Mm -hmm. And I made my first appearance and I wasn't nervous because I, I used to, you know, when I was, when I was working for the New York city police department, most of, most of my career was spent as a youth officer. So I worked with kids. And I would go into classrooms and auditoriums, and I had to speak in front of you know large amounts of people, and I, I, I love doing it. Like mm-hmm. you were saying earlier, like we're Italian, so we we like to talk we talk all Total day long. Day. That's the way it is.
0: Did um, you have to so, do like the um, dare stuff and stuff like that too? What's that? Were you were you did you have to go into the school and do like the dare uh, type stuff yes. too? Yes, yeah. I, I did. I dressed up like McGruff. I, I you know, I, I I did all kinds
2: of fun stuff like that with the kids. Yeah. I would volunteer after work to play basketball to, you know, to coach. I, I loved it. It was just it's such, it such a rewarding career. Mm-hmm. So um, he has me on and I kind of held my own because we're talking about games. It's not hard. If yeah. you love it, you love it. It's really easy to talk about. And, you know, obviously, I didn't see Crossfire. See, I, I run my shows differently uh, where Crossfire, you kind of you, you kind of got to get yourself in there. You know what I'm saying? When someone stops talking, you got to jump in when you have your point. Yeah. Uh, and I wasn't used to that. So I didn't say much. And then the next week he invited me back and he says, hey, boom, would you like to be on? I'm like, oh, oh, my God, two weeks in a row. Freaking, holy cow. I'm, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. I'll be back on. And then the third week prior to the show going live, he has DM'd me. And he goes, listen, boom, I'm getting a lot of people to say they like what you have to say. Mm-hmm. Would you like to be on regularly? And I'm like, OK, now someone's got to pinch me. This is ridiculous. I'm on the show that I actually used to listen to. Yeah. I'm on that show. Come on. You're kidding me. And I was on it for a full two years and watching how he did the show. And seeing how many people were, how people responded to it. I was like, you know, my brother, my brother, Neo mental, who's probably going to listen to this is next <laughs> time I think he's going to punch me because he <laughs> has been after me for years to do this, mm-hmm. you know, not so much the writing thing. He says, you have a personality that people want to listen to because you are relatable. Try the YouTube thing buy ah, YouTube. Come on. That's for kids. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> And so what wound up happening is I talk with my brother and, and I'm like, you know, you know, neo-mental, I, I'm kind of thinking about doing my own channel and I gave it to you. I, you know, I, I'm self-taught. Listen, I'll tell you this right now. I'm not ashamed to say it. I'm a barbarian. <laughs> to technology. Like I don't like, like I, that, that's why I like I, guys that I follow, like dealer gaming, for instance, and cold Eastwood, they're, I, I really, you know, enjoy working with them, but more so listening to their content because mm-hmm. they're very technical. They're, you know, they they know they really the innards. Right. And I, I you know I'm obviously I was a police officer. I worked with technology, but not like on this level. Right. I never knew how to edit a video, make thumbnails, advertise, use cameras. You know, when I do my unboxings, I actually have lighting equipment. I, I that was all self-taught. And then I, 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 after being on Crossfire for a couple of months, I got the, 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 the itch to want to do my own thing. Like, I had my own mm-hmm. voice that I wanted to get out there and talk about. And, dude, it just has been the, the greatest two years of my gaming, my 40-year gaming career. These last two years have been nothing short of a
0: magical mystery tour. Right. It's from all the stuff that you, that you're talking about with how it went from something that you never expected to happen to the point where now, like you, you are so busy. And I think you're probably one of the busiest people as content creators that I know of. It's kind of, it's kind of amazing to hear how, you know, your drive and your want to be on to a show and listen to a show kind of drove you to want to produce your own channel wanting to do your own thing. So I want to hear like, you know, about your channel and and why everything about it.
2: Well, one thing that I, I I needed to do from the minute I put this channel together was to make sure that it was built from the ground with it from the ground floor up with the community in mind. Mm-hmm. The community had to be front and center yeah. on everything that I do. And m- making them a part of the the DNA of double barrel gaming was an absolute must and and, and you know, going back to and it's funny because I would have if you would have asked me, uh, could you have incorporated your police career into, a gaming career, I would have told you you're out of your mind because but I, I, I spent like I said, as, as much time as I spent as a youth officer, I worked in uh, community affairs. So I dealt with uh, a commu- large portions of the community and, 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 and everybody. I mean, it doesn't matter mm-hmm. you know, male, female, gay, straight. It doesn't matter what religion, black, white, blue, purple every I dealt with everyone. And it was it was an ama- it was an amazing part of my career. And having that experience was that's why I think it was so easy for me to incorporate how I work with the community now, because everyone is important to me, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. And you and, and and it doesn't matter how much experience you have, or you don't like, for instance, I, I, I'm very, um, I, I love paying it forward. So the same way Mooch allowed me to be on his show, um, when someone reaches out to me in the DM and says, hey, hi, Boom, I'm a fan. I've never podcasted, but I'd like to, they immediately get an invite because mm-hmm. it's it's the right thing to do. I, I mean, it, why wouldn't you want to do that? Yeah. It was done for me. So it's literally the least I can do. And right. so, but get, getting back to the channel, it's, all of the all I mean, I've, I have listen, a, a, as a content creator, you're going to try things and things are going to fail. And, I, and I've, I've, I've started, you know, new shows, and they just didn't resonate with the community, or they just they just did not hit. And, uh, you know, that's, that's life do you have to you have to constantly the one thing that's amazing about YouTube is that there are millions of, of content creators, mm-hmm. millions upon millions. And you have to work hard if you want to be noticed, you know, you have to be consistent with your content, you have to be innovative with your content, you have to talk about things that people want to hear. But for me, how I do my content is I do it like a kid in Toys R Us, like you take a kid, and you put that kid in Toys R Us, and everything Is incredible right like no Mm -hmm. matter what he or she looks at it's incredible because they're in a giant toy store so when i go and i decide what stories i'm going to use for each show i don't look at it as a content creator trying to make get a story for a show i look at the story and be like that is awesome Mm -hmm. i'm so excited to talk about the house of the dead remake that they're doing or this or whatever so i look i look at it from the eyes of a fan yeah. And I think that resonates with a lot of
0: people. Do you, do you feel like um, your, your work in like, cause it seems like you do like a lot of volunteer work. Right? Yeah. Um, so does it, do you feel like because of your love for gaming and because you always want to give back, that's why you wanted to become a content creator? Is that like why you wanted to start the channel? like to kind of like get that information out there?
2: You know what it is? I always thought I had a voice for gaming. Like I always wanted to be able to talk about gaming. What I didn't realize is that people actually wanted to listen. You know, mm-hmm. when I, I, you know, one of the things that I do, and I, I think it's a responsibility. Um, you, you cannot take your fan base. The fact, let me just say this, the fact that, That I actually have people that would be considered fans, it it freaks me out. I Mm -hmm. want you to understand. Like I, I don't. it, 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 it's, it's hard. It's a hard pill to swallow because I'm just a regular guy. You know what I'm saying? But when you get messages from people that say, "Hey, boom! Listen, I, I, I just I found your show. I worked the midnight shift. It's usually very boring. And I, you put out so much content that." every every night i have something to listen to i want to thank you for that when you hear that when you read stuff like that like saying it right now i have goosebumps yeah. because i just can't believe it to be honest with you like i really honestly cannot believe that someone would actually say that so getting back to the responsibility part i make sure and i and one it's it's like a pet peeve for me one i say hello to everyone in the chat not just a general hey chat you know welcome Mm -hmm. to the show when i see you come on i'm writing to the person i say welcome welcome my brother welcome you know good friend or whatever i I love to welcome everyone and when they write their comments on youtube i I make sure even even some of the i've gotten some pretty brutal nasty ones that i don't understand where they come from because i think i'm a pretty fair dude but that's life. You know what I'm saying? People not, not everyone's going to like you. I get it. It's the toxicity um, of the internet. That's yeah, that's what I,
0: that's what I call it. It's just the toxicity. Yes. There's nothing. You yeah. Deserve. I was
1: going to ask, I don't know if it's a good time or not, but I was going to ask, you know, like, how do you deal with that? Like the toxicity, because I know that all of us deal with it differently, you know, and then like, I don't know. <clears throat> I know people make mistakes, but like, how do you gauge like how far is too far for people? <laughs>
2: Well you see uh I mean listen you know, like i'm I'm very active on Twitter I think I'm closing in on oh my God something like seventy something thousand tweets it, it's ridiculous it, it it is so absurd that I tweet so much it's 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 almost embarrassing, but you do you do come across people that are just sometimes they're just not nice and you know what I look l- let me just tell you this I, again I have to hearken back to my twenty one years as a New York City police officer. Some of the things that I've been called, some of the things that have been said to me have been so so horrendous. But but I, I gotta be honest with you. I, I I really it nothing you could possibly ever say ever bothered me i I don't know if i come off that way but really you could you could say something about my mama and i would i'd laugh i think everybody knows
1: you're cool as a cucumber so
2: thank you thank you i i I appreciate it's very kind of you to say i i nothing anyone could say would would get me like to 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 start cursing or acting Mm -hmm. cool it's just it's just not in my DNA. Now, will I go back and forth with someone like if I'm trying to do a point, mm-hmm. and I if I see that, the, that basically, I'm ice skating uphill,
1: mm-hmm. I just
2: stopped the conversation, right. I either block them. And I don't like I hate blocking people like even the angles yeah. oh. like right. makes me feel kind of dirty i know that sounds ridiculous
1: i mean but at the same time sometimes when you don't block people they'll just keep going and yeah, going going like they have exactly. nothing else to do but that
0: <laughs> i so agree I, I
2: try not to block i do like the mute button but you're mm-hmm. but you're not really hearing them so it's mm-hmm. not really so terrible right. the toxicity i i again i you know what? So, so, listen, I'm going to be honest with you. What, what, you know, you can say whatever you want about me. You can talk about mama. You can say whatever. It's when you attack my integrity. I think that's probably where I have almost. Uh, I don't want to say a rage because I don't. I don't. I really. I'm really. You know. You know I like You're to mellow. Consider myself, I, I like to consider myself like Ferdinand the Bull. I, I, it's my favorite book, my favorite childhood <laughs> book of all time. All Ferdinand wanted to do is stay under his shady tree and smell his flowers. So, see, that's me, right? I and then you know, obviously, he gets stung in the ass, and then he goes buck wild, and everyone's afraid of him. See, that's what it takes for me. Like, it's mm-hmm. very rare do I ever even like raise my voice because it's it's you know you know my dad what what helped me as a police officer is, you know, my father used to tell me, he goes to a couple of really important things. First of all, the, and I say it almost at the end of all my shows, first of all, it doesn't cost anything to be nice. Mm -hmm. That's the big thing. And the other thing that he taught me was treat people how you want to be treated. Mm -hmm. And those two things resonated so well. And they, and they, they really helped me throughout my career. But there was one other thing that he used to tell me, and you can't really see me because I'm because uh, I'm not, obviously not on camera. But he said when you come into a situation, if and he used to he, how he would walk into it is he'd say he would take his hand and raise it above his head. If you start here, boom. I'm not well, Craig. You can call me Craig. It's fine. <laughs> There's nowhere to go if you start here. But if mm-hmm. you start low and it works all the way up to it, well then it it was brought to it was brought to that level by that person
1: right
2: those things really i mean i carried those so close to the vest literally my bulletproof vest throughout my career and it always served me well and i use those same ideologies that my father taught me since i was a kid sitting on his lap through the way the way i handle my business on social media because social media is a very it could be at the greatest place and you meet some amazing people but at the same time you can always you know, you can meet some really terrible people that have yeah. a lot of terrible ways of, of of dealing with life and other. Right. People. Yeah. Uh, c- I, I
1: feel the same way. I was going to say, though, on top of your dad's uh, wisdom, you know, it costs nothing to just simply keep your mouth shut. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes we you just should not comment, you know. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Like, there's plenty of times where I've written one out and then erased it and put my phone down and go about my day because
2: I, I, I've done that. I've done that more yeah, times. You're just like, I'll write it out. It's
1: not worth it. Like, and you have like, to oh. be right. Like, no, just, you know.
2: I just, I'm like, you know what? It's just not even worth getting it. Yeah. And you hit the back button and you right. just
0: keep it moving. Because <laughs> it
1: costs you zero dollars. Yes. <laughs>
0: Cognito. Uh, he by the way he hopped into the chat and said, "Love you, yeah. boom." Hashtag officer friendly. And yes, then he but has. They c- called me that on shades. my beat. That,
2: that's for real. They they they, yeah. they they called me that on my beat because I <laughs> love being a. I love being the good guy. I think it, I live for being the good guy. But getting back to the channel, now I, I've had a lot of people ask me this: like, where does double barrel gaming go? Is because you're a cop? Is because you know you like guns? The answer is no. It has nothing to do with that whatsoever. As a matter of fact, my one of my all time favorite films
0: is The Evil Dead Two. I have a story for you about that, but continue to go. Yeah. So uh, my
2: brother and I, we are the biggest Evil Dead fans. We loved one, two, three, and the this is my boomstick from yes. Army of Darkness. Is where I I you know tried to play with the name of Mister Boomstick XL, and and it was actually my gamer tag. And I'm like, oh, you know, double barrel gaming. Hmm, Let me see if that works. And I just I went with it. No one had it. No one had an active double barrel gaming. And I coined it. And that's how double barrel gaming became what it is. <laughs> did you watch? Did
0: you watch the TV show Ash vs Evil Dead? Yep. I watched it also. I actually thought it was good. People thought it's it, fantastic. Oh dude. my god! It's <laughs> I love I love the whole series. It's great. There is a um what's it called bruce campbell's books have you read them you know what sadly enough i did not all right we'll talk after after the stream i have them on audible i can friend them to use if you want to listen to them they they are hilarious Uh, if it's bruce campbell it's got to be fun. oh my god some of the stuff that he says and some of the stuff that he comes up with i'm just like oh my god (laughs) And and the stuff between him and sam raimi as they were producing evil dead it's just fantastic and Cognito, thank you very much for that bronze subscription here on the Iron Lords podcast channel. Very nice. Yes, yes. But but, but continue, Double Barrel Gaming, the, that's, that was your name. That was the brand you became. that you, you started. And then where did the multiple podcasts come from underneath that?
2: Well, Breakfast with Boom was the first show. Uh, and it's funny because all of the shows... The names themselves came from okay, double barrel. Uh, double barrel gaming came from obviously the movies, right? It came from mm-hmm. my love of, of, of Bruce Campbell and The Evil Dead. But the, the names of the shows they all came at the most unusual times. Uh, I was online uh, paying for groceries at Stop and Shop, and breakfast with boom just popped into my head so i went to my phone and i wrote it down you know i I typed it in i I met myself and i went to my brother and i went to another friend that i that i you know kind of bounced things off and like what do you think about breakfast with boom oh that's great okay so that's so i was online at stop and shop um and the xbox factor podcast i i think that one i was on the elliptical listening my i might have even been listening to one of the iron lord shows when i was on elliptical because obviously you're trying to pass the time that you're mm-hmm. on there for an hour for mile and a half oh, yeah. and uh, and it's you know obviously it's 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 you just want to get anything you want you want to do what you have to do but you want to just get it done mm-hmm. and the xbox factor podcast came from uh, i believe it was in the gym and prime time gaming which is the show that i just launched mm-hmm. um I think I launched it in uh, the beginning of September was the first show. It was right after Labor Day was the first show.
0: You actually launched that two weeks after we started. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I yeah. I saw <laughs> – no, no, no. no it's, it's fine. It doesn't matter to me. But I just – I saw it and I was like, Boom's got another show? I was like, how does he have the time? But that's, that is another question I want to ask you after you tell us about the prime time of Boom. Yeah, prim- prime time with boom- you. See, you know,
2: see what happened was this: I, I I noticed that the the nighttime shows usually drew a big crowd because obviously people are home, right? People yeah. are not at work, and um, you know I had uh, I had uh, worked on the uh, Crossfire podcast for two straight years. I barely ever took a Friday off. Mm-hmm. And my wife, who is not only my confidant, my best friend, uh, the love of my life. uh, She has been in my corner and a supporter of this dream of mine in a way that is just it is just really no Mm -hmm. words to attach to how thankful I am for her, her, you know, her support on this. Um, and you know, I noticed that cause a lot, before getting into the whole podcasting thing, we used to go out Friday nights, go to the movies, go to dinner, you know, get dinner out, come in, just watch a flick and just hang out, mm-hmm. go out shopping. Cause I, I, I enjoy shopping. We used to go all the way up to Nanyuet to do our shopping here. That's and, so um. I, I I I took Fridays Friday nights away from her, and she didn't pl- not complain one peep mm-hmm. because I was living the dream, right? She yeah. was there, you know, supporting me, and and after I got done with Crossfire, we'd go on Netflix and make popcorn, and we just continue our thing. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I, I had expressed to Mooch that, you know, I, that the, you know, that I, I really needed to kind of, I, I would guess every now and again, but I, I had to give my Fridays back to my wife. I thought it was right. only fair. And then I was doing the two shows of my own shows. And then, and then I, I, I just, I noticed that there was RDX on Tuesdays. There was Xbox nation on Wednesdays. Mm-hmm. There was saltiest show on Thursdays and there was crossfire on, on Fridays. And there was right. like. Monday doesn't have a main show. And that's where prime time came in. Actually, my wife helped me with that because I was originally going to start the show at seven. And she's like, well, you know, prime time is eight o'clock. And I was like, prime time. Mm -hmm. Wait a second. So I I took what she said and I prime time gaming and I came up with the graphics, you know, making it like that, that, that 80s retro look. And I actually did that one myself. All of my artwork is done by Graphic God. Graphic God mm-hmm. is responsible for almost all the artwork that the channel has. But the prime time I created myself and I figured, you know what, if it doesn't work, it's just going to be something that I tried and it didn't work. And it turns out that we must have hit something because um, three Mondays ago we had 630 people watching live. Wow. Like I, I, I could not Jesus. honestly believe that many people turned out for that show. And then the following week we had 430 and the last night was, I think everyone was watching the chiefs game. Um, <laughs> we only, had, we had 170, we had 170 people watching, but it's, it's, it seems to have picked up and it's, it's actually become one of the more popular of the three shows so now I think you want to ask, where do I find the time yes. to write?
0: <laughs> yes,
2: I am always writing. That is the thing we were talking pregame. And as as uh, first of all, I have a my my gamer score is two hundred and sixty. I think it's two hundred sixty five thousand. I think it's somewhere around there i love gaming i can game mm-hmm. to the cows come home i love it it's i can game on anything i prefer to play on the xbox but like when the sony first party games come out i'll play there or the, the big nintendo ones i, I buy i buy all the first Everything. party for both those consoles um but i have i have found a, a kind of like a second love that writing for me personally is just as exciting as holding a controller and playing like the new star wars game you know i i I love to write and i never knew that i never realized that i that first of all that i had the skill or the talent to actually write a show Mm -hmm. and to be honest i just never thought of it but the how much fun i'm having with it is 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 crazy i'm like having so much fun so there's a good time of the of the evenings where my wife goes to sleep because she's still working and I'm obviously retired, mm-hmm. I can easily just pop out and you know get on whatever you know set game A and play. Yeah. A lot of the times I'm heading over to the computer because I I constantly I read about fifty articles a week, right? About at least fifty articles a week. Um, my reading comprehension has gone through the roof since. <laughs> doing it because you know obviously you have to keep up to date you want to you want to put content out that the people are excited about that are talking about and i write the shows i oh see anyone that's been a guest that knows that when i'm sending the show notes they are like
1: yeah well, like when you say writing like what do you mean what are you doing
2: I, I yeah I mean it's it's hard again I, I, I could send you a sample what I wind up, how I break it down is mm-hmm. um a, a normal show for me that I write is anywhere between thirty five and four thousand 4, words for one one show
1: mm-hmm.
2: uh, and the way I break it down is I'll read the article and if there are quotes from like say for instance Phil Spencer mm-hmm. a I, you know, obviously, I will write the quote from what Phil spent. Usually, if it's a quote, I, I will copy and paste it. I want right. to write right. it because mm-hmm. I, I need the exact quote. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure that it's legit. But everything else that in that one topic is all my opinions and uh, that uh, and the information that I got from that topic. So I I read the I read the article usually multiple times, and then I and then I and I write, uh, t- you know, topic one and the topic one's going to have what the article was about what my feelings about were you know, about about what was written quote quotes dates whatever is mm-hmm. in there and then at the end of it it's hey panel what do you think about you know article what about what phil said whatever and and i do that um, i have usually anywhere between 7 and 8 of those topics and those 7 or 8 topics i i overproduce the shows because what I depending on how big the panel is, is like normally my panels are like five or six people sometimes they even balloon to seven when you have mm-hmm. that many people and there's a big topic you're not gonna get to all your topics you're probably right. gonna get to three or four so I'm gonna have four written topics that I could p- push on to a, 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 another show like for instance Friday's uh, like like if if I have, topics left over Friday morning from breakfast with Boom, and they're relevant topics and they're important topics. I'll push it over to uh, primetime gaming mm-hmm. but I will you a a good, a good a good portion of the time I will rewrite it because more inf- maybe there's more information that has come out on the on the on the on the particular mm-hmm. topic so I'll, I'll rewrite that topic and put mm-hmm. it in there um and uh so i'm i'm always writing I'm, I'm constantly reading and writing and just and just it's it's i don't know it's when when
0: you say it out loud it seems like it's overwhelming but when you're doing it for me at least it's not right so so you end up pretty much writing how many days a week would you say every day i want to say at least uh a, 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 even if it's only for an hour I'm, I'm probably writing six days a week yeah yeah and, and then you from there the the topic length you would say how much how long would you say your topic lengths are on your shows
2: i mean it, you know what it really really varies on the topic yeah it, it does because you see okay this is what i was saying early before and i i i just want to clarify because people okay when you're when, like friends you take for crossfire for instance right mm-hmm. crossfire is like the wild west hmm. right um you could if you if you if you don't know how to get in there it, it, it just imagine it's it, it's like a it's it's like a bunch of horses in a pen and they're all jockeying for position and if you're not willing to get yourself in there when you see the opening you you know what i'm saying you can miss your opportunity to speak that's why it's called crossfire that's why mm-hmm. runs the show whereas my shows Everyone's voice is important it, for me, for me as a, as a, as, as a producer of the content, it is my job not to make myself the, 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 spectacle. It's not, it's not, it's not about me. It's about the people that are on the panel that have taken the time out of their day to be on this panel because they want to talk about games. So because they want to talk about games, I have to make sure that whatever they want to say is heard now? Obviously, I run a PG show. We very rarely curse. Every now and again, an F bomb will drop. Very rare, but I, I try to keep it PG. But getting back to the, the actual person, there's no set time limit. Like for instance, so shady, who's uh, on two of my shows. He loves He's like myself. He loves to talk, mm-hmm. and he's very elaborate. And he and he does like he does good rants. People really like his rants because he doesn't rant just to rant. He rants because he's passionate. So when he gets on a subject, he may be on topic one talking for 12 minutes Mm -hmm. and that's perfectly uh, that's perfectly fine now someone will come on the back end of of shady and they'll talk for seven minutes and Mm -hmm. that's perfectly fine so there's no set time because my my goal as a producer is to make sure i run a two-hour show and it's 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 important to me to get as many topics as i can because you want you want the the fans to be entertained but at the same Mm -hmm. time the people that are dedicating their time to be there there's a balance so i don't have a set time so if i only get to three or four topics on a show that i originally scheduled seven oh well you know we got four topics
0: yeah that's that's the that's what i find very interesting how the, the kind of like our show here like we really don't have a set you know XYZ kind of format where um, a lot of shows like yourself, like you have topics like we kind of um, like you're saying, the wild West, that's kind of like how we operate because that's just, that's just the way I like to talk to everybody here and L likes to talk to everybody. And, and that's kind of like how the whole stream team is because we're all streamers. We, we stream almost every night and we don't have set topics. We play our game and we just talk about random stuff and, that's the, the really interesting part, how you, how you have like these, cause you guys do more news-ish yeah. podcasts and YouTube, and that's how your content creation is. So you have your set conversations. So it's kind of interesting to see how each of your channels kind of, kind of work and all of your, all of your podcasts are just a little different, which is very, very unique. Could you, do, do you, do you. Do you see how like each of them are different?
2: Yes, and they're and they purpose and they're purposely done like that. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they I, I do it like that for the reason because again, when I produce these shows, I put I put a significant amount of pressure on myself. Mm-hmm. I, I truly truly do. And you know, it's funny. I don't feel like I'm doing it, but I know that I kind of bully myself. I know that sounds ridiculous. <laughs> But I feel a set of responsibility because, you know, I, I, I am going to be, and like I said, I'm, I'm being very, you know, very being very frank here. Mm-hmm. The fact that I have anyone listening to me, I, and I truly mean this, completely still blows my mind. Truly, truly blows my mind that anyone mm-hmm. wants to hear what I have to say. So with that said, it is my responsibility as a content creator to make sure that the people that are taking the time of their day to listen to a show that I put out, mm-hmm. it has to be quality content, mm-hmm. um, and uh, you know, and, and because I have, so there are a lot of content creators that only have a one show, and they put all of that into the one show. I have three shows, and yes, it is a bit of an undertaking for sure. But I have to make sure that each individual show is slightly different. That, oh, that, that, that just does things a little different to make it different than the other two shows. Because mm-hmm. when people tune in, you just don't want to hear the same stuff. Mm-hmm. You, you just really don't want to hear because then it's regurgitated, right? Like right. why tune in if on Monday, again, unless it's a real... If, if it's a big to-do topic, like, for instance, the Gears thing, yeah. Gears being snuffed at the awards, that's going to be talked about. Uh, it's going to be talked about on the Xbox Factor podcast, and we're mm-hmm. probably going to come back around on to it, uh, the, the, if not on Breakfast with Boom, maybe on Monday. It won't be on all three shows, mm-hmm. but I, I my opinion is already out there, but my panel, I want to hear what they have to say because, mm-hmm. it, again, they, like myself they're probably going to want to talk about it so right. i want them to have fun right and i and so i may bring that that topic back around mm-hmm. but change it in a way where it's not so direct like uh you know it's media bias and that's what mm-hmm. we're gonna and that's the, that's the story we're running with it I'm, I, i'll turn it in a way where it will be constructive talk It'll be criticism, but it'll be constructive criticism. And it's not going to be like what we talked about on this show. So mm-hmm. it, it is a little bit of a, 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 a I guess, a, a tightrope walk, if you will. But that's the fun of it. It's the challenge of mm-hmm. trying to get this done. And the people enjoying it is, like I said, it is, it still completely blows my mind that anyone likes the, the show. It, it really, I'm not even being facetious.
0: Mm-hmm. I really honestly feel that way. Um, so because you have, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm jotting notes because I have questions that I don't want to break your, break your flow because you, you originally, I assume did this almost like a hobby. I would assume. Yes. Yep. Do you, do you feel like now it's turned into like a job for you or is it like a hobby that you really, really enjoy that is almost t- like p- turned into the point of like, it is, it is "quote unquote" a job, but it's still just like a huge passion project of yours.
2: Well, oh, you know what? All of that because yeah. yes, it, it's a job. It, it, it is it, it has become a job because great retirement job. Yes, yes, absolutely. I mean, obviously, you know, I have I have merchandise, like I have mm-hmm. T shirts, right. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm currently in the process of designing three. I'm not an art. I'm not an artist, dude. I, 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 I could barely put a stick figure together, yes. but I, I'm, I'm putting these things together. And again, this is a new venture. It's something I've never done before. Um, I'm kind of, like I said, I'm all self-taught, but for, for, for the show, it's, it's a job. Sure. It's a hobby. Definitely but for me it's more of a like you said it's, it's it's a passion project because i get to talk about gaming and i get to do it in a way where not i i get to have you know for me the the for me actually the the the, the biggest joy of, of all of the everything that i do is interacting with the community mm-hmm. Getting to meet all like I went to E3 for the first time. I actually met El Boogie at E3. It's my 1st yep, yeah. What's that? I said yeah. <laughs> it was my it was my first uh, E3 ever. I've never been. I've, again bucket list right. And the Iron Lords, thanks to Cognito and King's guidance. Yeah, they, they got me there. They they got they, they explained to me what I had no idea what the hell you had to do. I know it was <laughs> expensive as hell. I know that, but. They, they they explained it in a way they put it in front of me in a way that was understandable and I mm-hmm. and I got there because of them right and meeting getting to hang out with all these people that I worked with and and, and never met before in real life and just talked on shows my god it was it was amazing it was yeah. so cool. And, you know, and, and, and getting to meet like, for instance, uh, uh, I, and I talk about this all the time, a guy that's a friend that's a uh, he's a friend now, but he's a fan of the show. His name is Frederick Jackson, known mm-hmm. a.k.a. Gotham guy mm-hmm. and Gotham guy uh, had uh, originally reached out to me and I didn't see the message and he was going to give me his plus one to get into Fan Fest, FanFest. Oh, wow. I missed it. I missed it. And I'm like, oh, man so you know obviously i kept trying kept trying i didn't get in Mm -hmm. we get to e3 and i'm like okay i got into every event i and i got into as press believe it i got into e3 press i got into uh, bethesda's press like i I couldn't believe it Like, it, Mm like it's like it's ridiculous yes um and then he dm'd me at e3 and says hey boom my plus one blew out his shoulder in the gym he can't come do you want my plus one? Oh my god are you kidding me of course i want your plus one and he uh, he sent me all the information i reached out to the xbox <laughs> team and they got back to me and mm-hmm. it just it's 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 instances like that that those are those are things that you only a dream of and b i am never going to forget for the rest of my life mm-hmm. so it's 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 a passion project it, it at times it's it's to be honest, to be completely fair, it's never actually ever felt like oh, geez, I gotta write again. Yeah. I just, I just, I just, I've always been that. I've always had a, a very high motor, especially like on the job. Like I was always the guy. Not, I mean, I, I ran into when everyone's running the other way, I'm always running in. That's just mm-hmm. just, that's just where my DNA is built. But I've always been a community first person, and like I said. it, it again it's 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 built in my dna i feel a sense of responsibility that people tune in looking for the show Mm -hmm. if it's not there i have failed i have Mm -hmm. failed as a content creator so it's never actually felt like a job but if it did it'd be the greatest job
0: in the whole world when you went when you were at e3 did you have people coming up to you like fans yes. going oh my god it was that the craziest experience for you it is it was embarrassing for me embarrassing for
2: me and i'm, I'm a very social person but because mm. people would hear the voice i hate my voice by the way <laughs> i absolutely loathe my voice <laughs> to be honest i really do i've heard myself and i'm like that's an ugly voice man i don't i don't like it but people like the voice and i would be talking and i actually had people be like mr boomstick and i'm like yeah oh my god i'm a fan of your show can i take a picture and i'm like uh yeah of course you can but my god it's <laughs> crazy like i don't believe this is happening and it's it's yeah it happened quite a bit mm-hmm. because they hear the, the the voice apparently is very unique yes I hate, again, I hate my voice but <laughs> apparently they if you hear it people are like oh i know that voice and it did happen And it, and and to be completely honest it's 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 very surreal when people want to take a picture with you i'm like oh my god uh, uh, the honor is mine i'm taking you, you i'm taking a picture with you that's that's good enough for me and yeah it did happen and it was like i said for me in, in my inside i was actually actually a little embarrassed i'm like oh mm-hmm. my god I,
0: I can't believe this is happening oh uh, it's i find it kind of an amazing thing when you have like fans being able to walk up to you and you know um I'm nowhere near you, but I met like one guy in Trader Joe's who ended up seeing, awesome. seeing me wearing my Twitch shirt and he was like, oh, how's it going? What's going on? He's a like, gear on Twitch. Now, like I, I produced some type of like rapport with the guy that now he's in my my Twitch channel every, every like every couple of days. But it's, it's so weird because I still go to that Trader Joe's and he's like, Pete, what's up, man? I'm like, hey, Greg, how are you doing? Like, you know, <laughs> talking to him. It's just I find it so weird and awkward. But at the same time, you have this really amazing connection because of gaming and it is a fantastic thing. So, um, you you, you said before that your wife, you know, she supports you with everything that you, that you're doing and, and Neo mental, your brother, he ends up, you know, supporting you. Do, like how, how was your other family when you kind of told them that you were, you were going to do this and you were going to, you know, produce all these podcasts and this is, this is what you're going to do. How, how did they feel?
2: well I mean obviously you know like i said my brother my brother was very supportive obviously mm-hmm. he was pleased with me for years like like my mom she she's you know she's she's a little older you know what I'm saying she 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 uh she's like oh you're doing what you always wanted to do she knows I always wanted to be mm-hmm. in gaming in one way or another but you know it's it's I, i've 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 never been told you shouldn't do this because you're too old because hey, folks I'm, I'm gonna be 50 years old next year you know what I'm saying there are not a lot of 50 year olds doing the podcast business you're not uh, acting like a 50 year old by the way oh thank you I, well you know what is i say it all the time i think it's the games that keep me really young <laughs> I, mean, I mean like i have a mohawk you know what i'm saying I, as a matter of fact i had a mohawk in the department very 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 few cops <laughs> do and yes i had my balls broken by a lot of the bosses they did i thought it humanized me with the public i loved it because it was different mm-hmm. and people didn't just see a white guy in a blue uniform i i, mm-hmm. I really mean that and it's just You know, it's the job has changed. And I hate to say this. It's not as 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 um, like when I got on, it was community pushing, pushing, pushing community. I don't necessarily know if it's like that anymore. It, It seems very robotic. I haven't been on in five years, so I know it's changed significantly, but I always wanted to stand out in a way that made me approachable that that's like, that was my goal is to make somebody not afraid to want to, you know, stop and ask a question or ask for help. I mean, that, that was the, that was my job. That's what we swore in to do. Um, but yeah, I've always been supported for this and, uh, you know, it, it, it's, it's been great. And the, the, the the reception of the, uh, of the, of the fan base has been crazy good. Like it's, it is unbelievable how you know, because I'm going to be honest, like I'm a very, very transparent person. I don't mind talking about anything. I'm not embarrassed, mm-hmm. about anything. my wife said shit I love about you. You don't get embarrassed about anything. It's the truth. It, it really is. But yeah. putting myself out there as a former New York City police officer was a tremendous risk, a tremendous risk. And I figured, well, I'm in the shit now. Pardon my French. Mm-hmm. And I'm just gonna let it all hang out, and you know what? I I I think it 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 has worked in my favor because I think people tend to, if you could be transparent about something like that, I I think that it get, it gets real easy to talk about gaming, and, yeah. and, I, and it, I I kind of want to just push that message out there where. You know, I know that we all get caught up in the, my box is better than your box, and then they really and my blue flag is better than your green, or my red yeah. flag is it's so ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. But at, yeah. And at the end of the day, isn't it amazing how gaming, a piece of plastic, just gets all of these people together. And when it's when it's running right, when the engine is running smooth. Everyone is just enjoying themselves, it doesn't matter race, creed, color, sexuality, it, and all of that mm-hmm. just falls on the floor, and it's just it, 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 what drives me to. Really be involved with this community because again, I, I understand it. It's it, the plastic ward shenanigans. It, it, it's it's always going to be there. It was there when I was a kid. When my you know Nintendo you know Genesis does what Nintendo don't. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, that that has been for years. Yes. You know, what I'm my Odyssey is better than your Atari Twenty Six Hundred. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> the, it's just so ridiculous. Not, and it's silly. It, it, it's silly, but at the end of the day, it's just it. it, it gaming just. it it, it bridges all it's it's just such an amazing thing and uh that that's that's that that ideology is what drives me to be the content creator that i am
0: right now i've seen that you've done because you've done so many videos of multiple different things um do you have a favorite unboxing video that you've done yeah, I do actually. It's funny because
2: one of my favorite ones nearly killed me, and I and I'm I'm not being facetious either. Uh, I, I, did an, <laughs> I did an unboxing of the uh, Fallout seventy six Power Armor helmet, and the the box was massive. It's so yeah. big, it took up almost the whole table. So trying to get the correct camera angle and standoff to the, it, 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 it took me about. I want to say almost six and a half hours oh to do God. uh i don't know eight or nine minute video it, it, yeah. it's, 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 you, know, you had to get all the angles right you had to keep checking but the the end part of it is where it really got tricky because it's a it's a helmet that you could wear so i I was trying to figure out a way to get the microphone underneath the mask and then put the mask on. And then obviously you're trying to talk, but it, those those masks are hot. They yeah. get ultra, ultra hot in there. I have a as my wife says a big. I was guac- told
1: that you're not even supposed to wear that damn thing. <laughs> you
2: know, I, I, I it's not this one. It was the one that they sold separately. I think there was like some sort of asbestos thing. It, 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 <laughs> <laughs> like how
1: does that happen?
2: I, I listen, Oh my god. And nothing but tr- that that oh, game is. Yes. Right. It it, it was yes. the new Cola one that apparently had asbestos problems, in there, so they wow. had to recall. Ridiculous. So I got the mask on, and it's hard to breathe in there. It it mm-hmm. really is. So you're trying to do the your spiel. You know, what I'm saying, you're, okay, thank you know. So I I had to do. I think it took me about 14 or 15 takes with the helmet on to get the last 30 seconds. Welcome, you know, thanks for tuning in, uh, you know, for Double Barrel Gaming, it's Mr. Boomstick, hit that like button, whatever. And I was trying to do it where I was, towards the end I was getting out of breath because the mic is right here, mm-hmm. the helmet's on, it's hot as hell in there. Yeah. And after like the 15th time I finally got it, and I wound up sitting on the. I, I I I took off the helmet. I sat with the in front of the fan for about ten minutes, just cooling off. And I looked at it, and I'm like, okay, that footage is gonna have to go, go because I'm not getting back the <laughs> <your> freaking helmet.
0: <laughs> oh, I would. I wouldn't either. Is is that the same one that you had problems taking on and off too?
2: Did I have? I mean, I only had a, a an issue taking off because the mic. I I had a, a wireless mic. No, was it wireless at the time? It might have been a wired mic, and it was it was thin. But again, it's it's there's not a lot of room in those yeah. things. So I had to kind of position it. I had to, and it's funny because I wear glasses, and I had to take the glasses off because you couldn't get them on on yeah. underneath it on top of the the microphone and everything. It, it was it was hilarious to do. <laughs> But that was probably it. Took me about seven hours oh to tape, uh, to, to to actually you know set up the studio, break down the studio, uh, edit the video, uh, do the sound, do the sound check, put it up on. It it, it was it was and I, I I don't know how many views I got on it. Probably about you know three or four hundred. Not even a lot of views. Yeah. But I had got to be honest with you, I wouldn't trade it for the world. I had a blast doing it. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh i actually noticed that um on twitter you you and i we, we've we conversed uh, a short amount about um your division statue because i was very yes. confused that i thought you were going to be um selling it but you weren't because i would have i would have gobbled that up because i got my statues up in, on the wall um but do you have a favorite statue that you have i do uh
2: my my favorite piece um, of all of my collectibles, and I have I have a significant amount. Uh, is probably the Titanfall one, collector's edition. The 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 uh the Titan is about two feet tall. Really, and, and it lights up. It's it's uh, it's it's got uh it's got two uh, two uh no it's got is it two or three it's two guys running on the by his feet that are on the same side as him and one guy is on the back trying to open up the cockpit oh the wow it was the box was it's probably the biggest box i've i've ever seen in my entire life for Collects edition and it it is it's probably one of my favorite pieces my second most favorite piece believe it or not is the titanfall 2 wearable helmet i, I have mm-hmm. them side by side and it's the helmet. It happens to be my my nephew's favorite because every time he comes over, he wants to wear it and take pictures. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I I have that division one. I had remember I, I we were talking. Yeah, um, I only have that one. There's quite a few division ones. There's one. There's a dark zone one that I really
0: want. That's the see when division two came out. I am, I am probably one of the biggest division fans you will you will ever meet, and um of Gaming.net every Wednesday I put state of the game little notes up. Um, little plug for Cognito because I know he'd appreciate that. So I ended up buying the Dark Zone edition for the Xbox, and oh, then I nice. ended up getting the Phoenix edition for the PC. Oh, and very nice. So I have both both of them, and when I did the, I I have an unboxing video of them, and I didn't even want to like take them out of the box because they they're so amazing and so beautiful if you can get your hands on them i think they might sell them individualized on the, the store do it because it looks great it really does i'll, I'll show yeah, you i'll show I you
2: actually, later i actually cosplayed as a division agent really? uh, and, uh, yeah, it was uh, i never cosplayed again one of the one of those bucket list things yeah i've always seen it i'm not again i'm not embarrassed to do anything i'm like you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna make my own division mm-hmm. and i, I think it was um comic-con 2017 i did okay. it i did yeah, it was it was amazing again people stopping you to take pictures oh you're the division oh my god yeah.
0: do, do you know who um uh splinter shield is uh, splinter shield he's a pretty big cosplayer for the division and um That's i've actually familiar. been i'm sorry this it, it sounds familiar yeah he's very popular there's actually when you kill all of the um all the hunters and you get all your all the ivory keys you actually right. open up the box in um division two inside uh dc uh in uh what's it called in the white house and you actually get the splinter shield gun which is right. actually something that they named after him um wow. I've, I've actually been trying to i've been talking to him trying to see if i can get him uh, him to actually come on here to explain it because he always cosplays as um as hunters and uh as of lately he's been doing um star wars full on full fallen order and he's been dressing up like a, a jedi and stuff like that and that's just what he does that's and he's an amazing cop cool. player he's a great guy so that brings me to my next question because you are a star wars fan am i not am i not wrong oh die hard man so,
2: I, I saw i saw a star i saw i saw uh, episode four in the movie theaters i was i was seven.
0: my um, the first time or the second time
2: uh no the, the 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 first run the first run first yeah, run, yeah. First run. my parent my parents wanted to go see it. my parents were <laughs> very young when they had me and my brother mm-hmm. uh, and uh, so they they enjoyed it just as much as we did but I remember seven years old sitting in there like oh, what am I watching yeah
0: how how <laughs> much are you enjoying Fallen Order
2: I'm gonna tell you this um, I have been posting on Twitter like a lunatic mm-hmm. different you know, i don't want to i don't want to do any spoilers, no spoilers. I don't put, any, yep. I don't put any big things on there because i don't want to ruin anyone's experience but i am going to tell you this without a shadow of the doubt it is probably the best star wars game in a decade yes it is, mm-hmm. it is uh it is it is respawn storytelling at their absolute complete mm-hmm. finest it is it is an original it's canon the character is original cal is an amazing, amazing. uh he, he's a, he's a character that carries a tremendous amount of emotional baggage you learn mm-hmm. as the story goes the story is powerful and it's not just your your atypical story right it is it, it is a really well written story if you're a star wars fan And I, you know what, to be honest with you, I kind of expected it only because Titanfall two single player was masterfully Mm -hmm. written. So you cared about BT, you know what I'm saying? You cared about the role. Yeah. You know,
0: I actually, by the way, I, I we're sitting here talking about it. I just literally got goosebumps. Um, (laughs) like I've been playing the story and I am a huge Star Wars fan, like huge, huge beyond, beyond belief and um and yes el boogie i did watch the mandalorian so you don't have to yell at me i saw the first two episodes because i know you're gonna yell at me uh, yeah. cause, cause... i wasn't gonna ask you if you'd it <laughs> see see i knew you were gonna say it um and though i love the story and when you're going through like i want one of those droids like i want you know um yes B- bd1 i want one like he's you know the, you know, so you guys
1: sh- woke me back up because you're starting to talk about Star Wars now. I'm, I'm but, sorry. Uh, <laughs> was gonna say I like really love this game. The the only thing that I kind of don't like about it is how dark solely it is. Soulsy. Yeah. Like the punishment mm-hmm. for dying. The what like
0: level? What level are you playing it on?
1: Oh, uh, master.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm playing it on. It is no it is no joke. It's not yeah, like it's (laughs)
1: like like I just got through the arena, which is not really I don't think it's giving away anything, but I just got through the arena and my god, like my thumb hurt. (laughs) Like I was like, Lord Jesus, like I don't know.
0: about like addicts addict being able to do that every single time oh I don't my know god how it does it but yeah
1: yeah uh, and i just went to dothmir and it's like that all the time
0: yeah how um boom how um how about you are you playing it on master also you know what here's the thing uh i started playing on
2: uh uh what was it there was there was a the jedi master is what i started playing on that's what i started playing on and then I kind of started uh, getting my my rear handed to me, and I'm like, you know, <laughs> here's the thing. I play games. Uh, if I want to punish myself, I'll bang my head against the wall, right? If I want to, uh, uh, but I right. play games to have fun. And then what I decided to do is because you see, I, I'm I'm more of into so I, I play like for instance, I beat I beat Call of Duty on the hot, hard hardest level. Mm-hmm. Um, I have uh, 1,000 out of 1,050 achievements in that. I got everything. Uh, I, I really enjoyed this year's Call of Duty. So I I decided that after being killed <laughs> 7,000 times in that game, playing it on the hardest level, I decided that it was I was going to enjoy the story that they were trying to tell. Mm-hmm. And I'm playing on the second to lowest. Not, yeah. not the lowest, but the second to yeah, lowest where it's a challenge. Know. Yeah. But it's a challenge where I can appreciate the story that there, is. because you know, with with this game, like like you guys were saying, when you played on that 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 Jedi Master, mm-hmm. you make one mistake mm-hmm. and it's over. It is it's over, and that and I agree with the and I agree with El Boogie on that. Like it's if there was one thing, and and they kind of told us it was kind of like a it's not Dark Souls, mm-hmm. but it's Dark Souls it's like, like a she, light ish. ish. Yeah. And I, I, I don't – I buy them all. I am terrible at them. I don't have the patience. The one game that I actually really enjoyed that was like that was Neo. I put 90 hours into that game, up to the last boss, and I just – I could not beat him. But I got to tell you, when you look – you know, first of all, when a game tries to mimic another game, a good portion of the time, you got to borrows from so many games. It almost shouldn't work. It almost it, right. it it's it's it, it's almost unbelievably shocking that it's actually working because you could easily say that it plays like Tomb Raider, oh. it plays like Uncharted, it plays like uh, Metroid, it plays like Dark Souls, and it's. And it all works it all somehow works mm-hmm. i don't know how it works but it works right
0: you guys still there yeah we're here oh i'm sorry yeah i just uh, <laughs> I, I just i just got a really weird error that came up on uh across okay, my screen okay. so yeah well, we're um, still live according to the chat I'm yeah yeah so, The chat so yeah we're it, still live yeah we're still good um but yeah i i love everything about fallen order like hands down amazing and i just i i knew that you were a big star wars fan i saw the post coming up i just i had to ask you so um you already,
1: you already have your tickets though do you already have your tickets
0: do, do i already have my yes. tickets
1: no i already know about you
0: because oh. boom <laughs> had his tickets day one
2: the minute they went live yes. i was there i, I i'm i not i mean listen i know a lot of people don't like the 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 the, the the, you, know, the, you know the sequel trilogies and you know if it's, it's let me tell you something you you think gaming is bad you th- you think gaming is the chats are bad like like some of i like I, I like a lot of like um like uh i watch a lot of youtube for like comic stuff as well mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and uh one of one of my personal favorite ones is the uh um the den of nerds i'm not sure if you guys they're, they're like big into star wars the den of nerds is fantastic um and man you want to talk about toxic wow mm. holy cow it's really divided with the community in regards to the the sequel trilogy but it's star wars okay mm. it may not be
0: perfect but it's star wars mm-hmm. i mean
2: come on
0: folks yeah you have to you have to enjoy it and you have to kind of bring it in but at the same time like so I could sit here and talk about because i like about like how discrepancies happens and thing, things back and forth and even uh, 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 uh i can't even tell you how much star wars i've ingested over my time like my my sister-in-law's like memorized um four five and six and like i'll have all out arguments with her about about star wars stuff so um but it's it's fantastic oh, it's fantastic um so we we've been talking, I didn't even get to half of my normal questions that I usually would love to ask people. <laughs> um, so uh, unfortunately we're getting, we're getting close to that time, but I, um, L, did you have any more questions for, for a uh, boom? L I'm here. I don't, i, I sorry about that. that. No, no, I, I figured she, probably, she might have muted herself on accident.
1: Yeah, I muted myself, but, um, what happened?
0: Do you, do you have any questions for boom oh
1: no I, I tried to get in my work in my questions as he was talking
0: yeah because uh, like it's 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 one of those interviews that it was just like you have it's almost like an, an Italian Thanksgiving dinner when you have to like just throw in conversation I'm wrong with that I apologize no, that no I I'm used to it I, I'm fine with it <laughs> I will cut you off and I did a couple of times I'm I'm perfectly fine with it but um one of one of the uh last questions i wanted to ask you was uh, if you could live in any um type of um, world environment if you will like the star wars world or harry potter or um you know uh, the the world of titanfall or something like that or halo what what type of world would you live in
2: it would be star wars 10 out of 10 times because <laughs> yeah it's a galaxy right i mean it's it's there are thousands upon thousands of races, mm-hmm. and there are thousands upon thousands of planets. And it's just, it's as a person who's always searching for, you know, for something exciting to do, it would be, it would, oh my God, it'd be a dream come true. Because think about it. I mean, all the different, I mean, of course, the, you know, the empire and everything, and nobody wants to live under the rule of Darth Vader or the emperor, but. Right. The, the different thing, the different sights sounds tastes all those different things that you can experience it would be for me it'd be star some of
1: those tastes look real gross
2: <laughs> they do they look real nasty i mean a perfect example is you see what they're eating on on the ship mm-hmm. on, on, and i'm like what what mm-hmm. is that it's blue yeah. it's
1: pink yeah. Yeah. yeah even when you go to star wars land that blue milk i'm not drinking that
2: yeah, I, I you know what I'm just not into the blue milk. I gotta be I I be right there with you, the boogie. Yeah,
1: like my daughter got it, my friend got it. They're like, ooh, taste it. I'm like, no, get no, it away no, from no, my face. No, like,
0: get you. it away. Good. <laughs> no, oh, it's fantastic. Well, that that's a, that's great. That's that's probably one of uh, one of my top choices also to to be to be living in the universe of Star yeah. Wars. And you know what? I'm sorry, but even if I had a little bit of force, I would love to be able to like grab my remote control off my couch and not have I to, to get up. up and be like <laughs> I would that's just oh I, like, oh, I, like, w- I
1: don't need uh-huh. I don't need full force. I just need enough to grab my remote.
0: Let's Bro- grab my remote. <laughs> I dropped my pen. I just want to oh, be like shit. oh I got my pen. Sweet. Like that's that's what that's what Drop I want. Keys, like, exactly. Exactly. Be like uh, you know asking ridiculous questions to people. Anyway um so tell us where we can find you Tell us, you know, all the podcasts, get, tell us everything that you can, that you could tell us where, where we can find you, Boom.
2: Well, the easy way to find me is on Twitter. My DM is open. I, I answer on a regular basis to everyone. Uh, if you can't get through and there's a message waiting, I will respond. I always do. Uh, so it's at Mr. Boomstick XL on Twitter. And, uh, if you're interested and you are looking for content that's fair, I mean, you know, my, my content is very fair it's very transparent and it's a lot of fun at the end of the day it's, it's really all about having fun if you're looking for that kind of content and you want to try something new and and the, the negativity of some of the content creators that are out there that are very vocal and, you, and you're bored of the negativity yeah give double barrel gaming a shot it's double barrel gaming on youtube and i and i have three live shows i put six plus hours of content per week that are up there except during holidays like obviously next mu- next uh, thursday there's no show but i'm doing one on wednesday mm-hmm. and there's no friday show because the missus is off and want to make sure that she gets some rest after cooking all day on thursday mm-hmm. so there'll be no breakfast at boom next week this week there'll be a show
0: um we actually have somebody that asked a question in chat for you boom uh would you want to be a jedi or would you with the rules and all or or a sith lord if you had no, that I'd, option, I'd,
2: I'd be a Jedi. Uh, it, it would, it would, it would be order. It would be oh, responsibility. Yeah. I'd be a Jedi for yeah, sure. me too.
0: Oh yeah, I, I think I would, I would have to almost be one of the neutral Jedi's, one of the hardest of all Jedi's.
2: They're very difficult because obviously mm-hmm. you, you, yeah, you kind of walk a, you, you walk a bit of a fine line. The mm-hmm. neutrals are that, that's tough because you can easily go dark. Mm-hmm. You can, you know, what I'm saying. So you got to walk that line. But I would, I would be, um, I would definitely be a Jedi.
0: The, the, the the darkness is just not my thing um addict it's called a sif not a seth just come on man sif. <laughs> so exactly um l uh tell us uh, all about you tell, tell us where we can find you all
1: right so you guys it's overkill 208 everywhere uh here i actually have a youtube channel which i don't post to in <laughs> <a> mixer <laughs> I usually go on between 6.30 and 7.30 in the evenings, depending on how quickly I can get stuff tied up in the house. And, uh, yeah, on Saturday mornings, you can catch me on Grown Woman Gaming Podcasts on YouTube. Oh, yeah. I always forget to say that, but, yeah. <laughs> uh, we're ladies, and we give our opinions, but uh, men are invited as well. <laughs> I don't know why I feel like I have to say that, but people actually ask. So I can't believe
0: people actually would ask that. That's, That's so ridiculous. Yeah that's <laughs> yeah. podcasts or podcasts they're for everyone yeah, it, it doesn't, doesn't matter. matter
2: jesus
0: i can't yeah. Believe yeah. it.
2: i am going to say this i want to give you guys a lot of credit because you, you mentioned i didn't get a chance to elaborate on it i don't know how you guys stream i i i, I, I don't have that <laughs> talent to be uh, honest with you i just I don't I, I like
1: i'm slowly getting better but i know that there's still a lot for me to learn
0: the, it's it's Streaming is one of those things which I tell everyone. It's fifty percent, fifty percent, lotto finding yeah. things, <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: like twenty five percent the people you know, you like, you know, and twenty five percent you actually playing a game, because it it feels like like I, uh, I stream every day from seven to usually 10, sometimes later, uh, for Monday to Friday. And my numbers go up, they go down, they go up, they go down and, you know, and everything, and it's, it's literally one of the, one of the hardest things to kind of get yourself mentally through, but it is almost to the point where the people that, you know, in, in networking is almost more important than everything else to get you going it's actually a couple of conversations i've had with with large streamers that we're actually going to hopefully come have them here uh for those conversations starting in the new year but um that, that I, it's crazy because i've already been starting to book guests for next year and it's it's really intense and it's crazy but it's streaming is not for everyone but it's if you are willing to put the grind in and the time in it's it is worth it boom it really is yeah
2: yeah for me i'd rather write the content and put it out there i have tried streaming it's just not my bag
0: yeah um l once you tell again what your your mixer is people are asking in chat
1: oh it's L Boogie 0208 i'll go ahead and type it in there for you guys so nice
0: yeah, yeah definitely go, go check her out um so uh, i just uh, want to give a couple little little information bits out um our other two members uh mj is a boss uh you know uh He's uh, doing his college thing, you know, uh, popping his collar and, uh, you know, kicking some button with those books. And he's uh, he's almost done for the semester. So hopefully we get him at least for uh, for January. Um, but like he he's he, like I call him and I talk to him probably like once a week or so. And he's just he's crazy doing his fraternity thing and doing doing the school thing. So uh, he wanted me to make sure he conveyed it to you guys. If you want to talk to him on Twitter, it is MJ is a boss. He is silent this week as per uh, fraternity rules. They have lost. All social media privileges. So uh, hopefully he will be back next week. Um, and our other member, um, old school style. Uh, he is, uh, like I said before, working late. Um, it is old school style uh, on Twitter, and he has a, po- a um, well. This is his podcast, but he he uh, writes for uh, LordsOfGaming.net, doing a bunch of tech articles, and he also has his YouTube page, which is uh, Old School Tech Talk, where he does a lot of uh, tech information so yes he is there um, I am Snaldo uh, S-N-A-L-Y-D-O um, you can check me out on Twitch uh, like I said before Monday to Friday or when I am here um, doing my thing here uh, I am on Twitter I am on Discord uh, on the ILP Discord if you want to go you know, check that out it's great um, I want to thank the Iron Lords podcast once again for uh, allowing us to be here on their platform to uh, you know to give out you know our love and support to their channel and to everyone else that that is here coming to say hello to us. I appreciate everyone that has come in today. It has been uh, fantastic seeing people come in. Uh thank you very much. Um the podcast will be on almost every single um podcast platform uh tomorrow morning. So when you wake up if, if you want to tell your friends uh you know check us out on, you know, uh, on you, we have, well, YouTube, obviously we're here, uh, iTunes, uh, Spotify, all that fun stuff, uh, whatever the Tesla thing is, uh, we're even on that. Um, if you have any questions for any of our guests, you can email us at roundtablestreamteam stream team at gmail.com. Uh, if you have questions that you want us to ask you, you know, our guests, will make sure we get those in, uh, follow us on table stream. It is a ridiculous Twitter handle but it our name is just too long for it to be anything else. So we just shortened it to table stream. So I'll go on there. It's mostly just information about, you know, who our guests are, when are things coming out, uh, you know, things like that, which we greatly appreciate. Uh, make sure you guys check out the Iron Lords podcast. They are on at 11 o'clock on Sundays and, uh, you know, all of our news articles like boom saying he writes for, um, Lords of gaming.net, just like myself and uh, old school style. MJ is a boss. All of us, um, help. I, I- I hope you wanted to write something eventually on there for us, or uh, put some information. Um, but yes, we, we're all on there. Uh, I want to thank everyone else; greatly appreciate it. And uh, we hopefully can get Boomstick back. We, you were an amazing guest. Oh, and thanks, I appreciate it. Like I said, we didn't even get to half of the questions I wanted to ask you about podcasting and stuff like that. So hopefully, we can get you back. You know, as, as you know, maybe sometime next year, and we can kind of talk some more absolutely It'd be my pleasure to come back sounds fantastic if uh, if that's everything uh, remember everyone to uh, dream big and keep gaming and uh, we'll see everyone next week we're back on Monday next week uh, we got indy Falco he's a, a new streamer that I've actually gotten contact with through one of our other uh, one of our other guests uh, he's a great guy and, and uh, I can't wait to uh, you know see you guys next Monday and nine o'clock so thanks again everybody have a fantastic evening bye everybody take care. Thanks, Boom.